the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here I am, babies. The Wednesday edition of tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is hump day. Are y'all ready for hump day? Are y'all ready to get over the hump with me here for the next two hours? And, and b- before the show, by the way, I'm not, I'm not sure how, may, maybe that was a little bit of a tepid excitement to come in, but I missed out on some big event yesterday because I didn't watch the U.S. game uh, for soccer. Tyler, para Weston McKee, se mete Serginio, vino para Serginio Des, el toque medio policial, gol! And here, uh, I guess it was just a lot of fun. And here last night on the show, Skins and I were lamenting that we really could have used uh, some more lighter topics because everything was really, really tough to talk about last night. So, um, and I actually put it out there on the socials. If you have a lighter topic or something besides the hot topics of the day and the political stuff that you want us to to talk about, email me at Andrea K Show or give us a call here, 888-344-1170. Last night, I would tell you guys, not making the national news today, but a topic we started discussing last night just really continued to go after the show. I did get start getting a lot of emails from people over the homeless topic that we had last night. And what we what we talked about was the fact that Mayor Adams had decided that and one of the ways that they were going to deal with the homeless crisis in New York City is they were going to in they were going to um, involuntarily hospitalize those that have drug and mental health illnesses drug addictions and mental health illnesses that it's time to it's time to get these people off the streets and get them the help regardless of whether or not they refuse it and i'm on board with that i am absolutely on board with that it would be easy uh to do an assessment through drug testing on whether or not somebody's got an addiction and and a problem with drugs and then they have got to get treatment for it as as well as mental health illness it would be easy to put somebody through a psychological evaluation. I think it's time for us to take measures because the taxpayers have a right to be able to move through society freely and safely on the streets for which we pay. And that's my take on it. I'm continuing to get emails from people on it. Feel free to weigh in. 888-344-1170. It's time for, we got to take our country back. And that includes taking our streets back. You know, we're talking about the crime wave across this country. We were talking last night. I had a caller call in, in tears, because some uh, 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 the murderer of a child of a friend of hers is about to be put, put put back out on the streets. Last night we reported here in California about how many pedophiles seven thousand seven thousand child sexual rapist sexual assaulters pedophiles pick your term who had literally raped children about to be put back out on the streets. We got to be taking our country back. We talk about that with our cultural Marxist uh, war and the war on our culture, 
through the attacks on our free speech rights. And we're going to talk about that tonight. Coming up, we've got uh, Brother Ed Martin's going to be here from Pro-America Report and Phyllis Schlafly-Ziegels to continue the discussion about this, uh, the Senate passing this. Uh, uh, they want to call it not it, initially Bill Clinton signed something called the Defense of Marriage Act. What this is, is the Respect for Marriage Act so far. And what it is, is it's a blatant disrespect for the religious beliefs of traditional Americans and Christians and Judeo-Christian Americans in this country. We're going to continue to discuss that with Ed Martin. We've actually got... And then, and then we're going to continue in the, in the vein of talking about the, the assault on our free speech and the, and, and the way in which it's not just an assault on our free speech and assault on our religious freedoms, but it's also through uh, the suppression of First Amendment rights and free speech. It's a way for the Democrat Party, including with the big tech and the media, and a way to control the outcome of the elections. And that's, in that vein, there's breaking news tonight in regards to Twitter as well as Apple that we're going to talk about. And the next hour, we've actually got some good economic news to share with you guys. There's a little bit of a market rebound, and we've got Financial Thought Doctor who's going to be here to talk about that, what you need to know. Looks like the rail strike has been averted, so we've actually got some good economic news coming for you guys a little bit later. Um, in regards to... Before I take a break and and, and bring in, in, in Ed Martin uh, to talk about the Respect for Marriage Act, um, I, I, the Republican Party. Look, we we've, we've got the I've got I feel like I've got to walk on on eggshells here a little bit because we've got a, we still have a major election that's taking place right now down in Georgia. And I don't want to, and I don't want to be, and I don't want to go so critical on um, the Republican Party and where they have failed us, like like leaving us as lambs to slaughter with this, and and those of us traditional Americans in entire our entire country, are leaving us as lambs to slaughter with this quote so called Respect for Marriage Act. But I feel like I kind of got to walk on eggshells a little bit because I need people to get out in Georgia and vote for Walker. One of the topics tonight is Walker should be walking off with this win in Georgia. He should be, right? But runoffs tend to have much lower turnout for the Republicans. And right now, Walker is behind by about 200,000 votes. So it's tough because I want to share and I want to discuss these hot topics with you guys and share with you the reality of what's going on and what we face and, and, and actions we need to take as voters and as activists, as citizens. But at the same time, I need y'all to be out. If you're in Georgia, I need you to recognize that despite of, of confusion and different things going on with the early voting machine down there, right now, we desperately need, if we care about things like the Respect for Marriage Act, and that this kind of thing must be stopped. If we care about the fact that that uh, the leadership right now, the Republican Party, is trying to push through uh, before a, a change of Congress, major spendings that's going to continue to crush us, we've got to get out and vote. We've got to get out and vote. We've got to get, if you're in Georgia, you've got to get out and vote for Walker. you got to be doing that tomorrow. And you got to get involved with what's happening in the ballot harvesting and the ballot uh, gathering game down there in Georgia. He's behind in 200,000 votes, and we got to get him over. We got to get him over the hump any way that you can. That's really imperative if we're going to save this country. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to bring in Brother Ed Martin. We might talk a little bit more about what's happening in Georgia. 
with Walker, but we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about this Respect for Marriage Act. Ed Martin is uh, not just a political insider, but he's also an attorney. And so he brings really important perspective to this type of a topic. So don't you go anywhere because he will be with us next on the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer right here in San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. In case you didn't hear the news, the biggest to me, the biggest entertainment news of the day is that Christine McVie has passed away. Um, I think she was incredibly underappreciated for her contribution to music and even that to Fleetwood Mac. This is the one band I've seen pretty much every major American band in the history of the country from Led Zeppelin to Pink Floyd to Van Halen and beyond. And the one band I never saw in concert but have been wanting to lately, I spoke of this lately, was Fleetwood Mac. So rest in peace, Christine McVie. Thank you for the amazing music over the years. Um, I bet the man joining me now, I bet he listened to a little bit of Fleetwood Mac over the years. I'm talking about Ed Martin uh, from Pro-America Report that you can hear right here on The Answer San Diego, and he's also Phyllis Schlafly's Eagles. Hey, brother Ed Martin, welcome to, back to the show. Well, I feel sad now. I feel sad now. I wish I, you'd gotten to that concert. I, that's when I, it is a, it's a great, Fleetwood Mac's a great band and great kind of marker in American life, so uh, you're right. It's uh, She lived a good life, and, uh, and on we go, but uh Great to listen to that music too. No, so look, it's uh, I'm over here in the swamp on the other side of the continent from where you are, and it's swampy. It's swampy. There's a lot of swamp sloshing around. The most dangerous place in America may be most main dangerous time in a lame duck session mm. when Repu- Republicans and Democrats in the swamp, you know, incumbents decide to cut deals and just hold on to your wallet and your liberty because they're cutting deals out here in Washington, D.C. Yeah, they are. In fact, the one deal that they cut that I don't think is getting enough airtime is the one that they cut that and, and the left and, and with the Uniparty and the rhinos in the establishment, the Uniparty, um, they yep. love to sign their name to bills that are the that the that have the result that is exactly the opposite for what it is named. Yep. Right. Like the Affordable right. Care Act was not affordable. Right. They loved it. They, they're masters at word games. Um, they yep. love. Um, they love to use terms like re- reproductive justice in regards to right. taking the life of the unborn. And the Republicans, at least 12, uh, provided a filibuster-proof majority uh, to mm-hmm. sign on to something called the Respect for Marriage Act, which does anything but. And even if you're one of these people who's like, you know what, I really don't care. I'm a Christian, but I really don't care whether or not gay people marry, whatever, doesn't really affect my life. Well, this absolutely, down the road, according to Mike Lee and others, absolutely can affect our lives, particularly if you're running a nonprofit. Here's what Alliance Defending Freedom had to say about this, and then I want to get your response, Ed Martin, because as I told the listeners, one of the reasons why I specifically wanted you on to talk about this is that you're not only somebody who's been steeped in campaigns and uh, governance and different positions and working with others, but you're also an attorney, so you understand the legal ramifications of things like this. Here's what Alliance Defending Freedom had to say. This dangerously cynical and completely unnecessary bill is a direct attack on the First Amendment. It does nothing to change the legal status of same-sex marriage anywhere, but it undermines religious freedom everywhere and exposes Americans throughout the country to predatory lawsuits by activists seeking to use the threat of litigation to silence debate and exclude people of faith from the public square. Today, the Senate has
has chosen to disregard legitimate concerns about undeniable harms of the bill. He goes on to say that they excluded amendments that would have provided protections and the fact that they refused to put those amendments in there to provide protections should frighten us all. Your response, Edward? Yeah. Well, you know, that's a, that's a well that's well stated, and I'm not surprised because Alliance is very good and great lawyers. Um, a couple observations. One, sometimes yet you can go look at the sponsors of a bill and what they say. And I pulled up, you know, this was Senator Feinstein, you know, California uh, senator who led on this with uh, Tammy Baldwin from Wisconsin, who happens to be a lesbian. You know, that's got to be added in there. And then a couple of Republicans. But this is what they said in overturning Roe v. Wade. The reason they justify this bill is because in overturning Roe v. Wade, they say, the conservative Supreme Court majority indicated it's willing to attack other constitutional rights. And it goes on to say this is, you know, same-sex marriage and interracial marriage, as if anyone in America is talking about interracial marriage. I mean, this is such nasty politics that they're playing with the Constitution and with the law. And so they, they blame it on Roe being over, overturned. And then you have to sit back and say, huh, when Obergefell was created out of whole cloth by the Supreme Court and, and it was written up, every liberal said, man, it's great. We got a Supreme Court that's really on top of it. Now that the Supreme Court is more conservative, we have to reject it. And what they, what's so cynical about this is they are actually right. You, if, if the Congress passes federal laws for the whole nation, it will impact the whole nation. Just like, by the way, when the, when, the, when the next time your congressman or your senator or your congresswoman says, oh, man, uh, abortion is part of the states now, that's nonsense. The, the Congress could ban abortion tomorrow. They mm-hmm. could say we're going to ban, and they won't because they're chickens. And so, but more back to this bill. What this law will do, as, as was alluded to, is it will create the opening for individuals and activist groups to sue the Catholic Church about same-sex marriage, to sue uh, institutions about denying adoption to groups. I mean, there's a point here where if you want to go to the land of fruit and nuts, you can live in a state that has the things you want. But you should be able to, in America, have state-by-state decisions. This is taken that away. And it's an onward, it's like an invasion Mm -hmm. of our freedom day-by-day on the left. And when we have power, by the way, conservatives, we mostly just want to keep everybody off our back, which I like. But we're, we're getting beat on the battlefield of, of these freedoms with these moves like this. And it's it's very, very uh, not only worrying, but depressing. It is depressing, Ed Martin. We're talking to Ed Martin of Pro-America Report and Phyllis Schlafly's Eagles. It is depressing because uh, this did not happen by the Democrats. This would right. not have happened but right. for the Republican Party. Right. Exactly right. Well, that's exactly right. That's another aspect of this. And, you know, I alluded to it because I knew we we're going to talk this way. Uh, and there's nothing worse than a lame duck, lame duck Congress when you have a bunch of Republicans going out of office. You know, my own state senator uh, from my home state of Missouri, Roy Blunt, he, he voted for this. Uh, Lord knows what we're going to give the Ukraine in mm-hmm. a few weeks. We'll give them billions of dollars. Lord knows. What, and, and look, I, I, I mean, you just have to know the system to, to for me to tell you this is the time where there's honor. I mean, dishonor among thieves. Mm-hmm. They will put stuff into bills. They will pass bills. And, and usually it'll be pork and naming things and stupid stuff that in the long run will wash out. But when you change the federal law on marriage to penalize conservatives like this, this is, it's beyond. And as you point out, 
Why did Republicans have to do it? All they did was say, you don't have enough votes to pass it mm-hmm. without you adjust your Democrats, and we'll see you later. And instead, they go for it. And it's, it's just horrendous. Well, it is horrendous because there was no reason for them to go for it. There's nobody who's up for re-election right now. The elections are over. Right. The midterms are over. There was absolutely right. there's, there was no, um, uh, no reason but for the fact that these Republicans are absolutely not Republicans. And this will tell you that the greatest threat that we've got against this country right now is not China. I get I'm going to talk a little bit about China tonight, again, only in the context of what Apple is doing in cooperation with the Chinese government, but not be. But I'm tired of the distractions away from the reality of the biggest battle and that we that we face. And that's the war going on inside our country, Ed Martin. When you have Republicans that are lining up Christians and Christian nonprofits to be lambs to slaughter by lawsuits, as Alliance Defending Freedom claimed, then you've got Republicans that are on board with the left and every bit of their cultural Marxist disgusting schemes, which involves that I, I have to assume it involves they're on board with the Democrats and the transing and, and the transgenderism of children. Right. And of the right. and of the of the school board agendas and curriculums that involve pornography. I have to assume they're OK with drag queens coming into schools and having grown men roaming up and down the aisles or even like in churches, I have to assume that the Republican Party is okay with it because they've not only done nothing to stop it, but by signing this, they further the left's agenda against us and this cultural war. Well, and, and let me let me just give you something to make your blood boil, Andrew. I like to keep your blood pressure up. It makes me happy. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, a, 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 over the weekend, a, a, a memo leaked from uh, from David Brock. David Brock is a professional media matters. Mm-hmm. He's a professional leftist, you know, political hitman. He makes tens of millions of dollars, gets it together, goes after always goes after Republicans or Democrats who stray. You know, they'll go after Tulsi Gabbard. But so he's a pro. People know him. A memo leaked in which he said we need a SWAT team to go after whatever the investigators and the and the and the chairman of the committees in the U.S. House do. The Republicans and he went through it right. And when, so that's what they, that's what the left is doing. They're saying we got a SWAT team, mm-hmm. a political SWAT team. You know what we did? Uh, Ronna McDaniel announced yesterday, if you can believe it, that Henry Barber, who is from Mississippi, who is the establishment's hack of hacks. He's a guy that makes money by having a name that his uncle had, Haley Barber, Haley. Henry Barber. He's on the RNC. And in 2012 and 2013, he was the author, paid millions of dollars to author the RNC's autopsy on the GOP. Remember that thing? It, yeah. was, it was dog meat. It was yeah. dog meat. It said, speak in Spanish and don't talk about social conservative issues and we'll win again. Okay, loser. Yeah. And Trump came in and rolled that up. But Henry Barber yesterday, Ronna McDaniel said, we need a new commission to study what went wrong in the twenty in the twenty twenty two election, and Henry Barber is going to head it up. So they got David Brock loading the political bazooka to take off Jim Jordan's you know political head to take a, down our side, and we got Henry Barber billing a thousand dollars an hour as a consultant to tell us what speak Spanish and yeah. give more respect to gay marriage. I yeah. mean, we're losers. And we're, we're just playing around thinking we're fighters. We're losers, and we got losers leading us, yeah. and it's going to keep going on and on. Well, yeah, Ed Martin, at the, uh, before the break, I was like, <laughs> you know, look, I can't go too hard against the RNC tonight because I need my people to go out and vote in Georgia. 
And here we are. But but look, but if we are going to take this country back and get rid of the leadership, we got to do it from the ground up. So I still need people to be going out in Georgia. I I get text. I got I've got my family down there texting me, telling me, look, the turnout's high. I'm seeing lines and lines and lines. Unfortunately, the the turnout now is high for the Republicans. But uh, Walker is uh, behind by 200,000 votes, because here's what I heard today from John Fredericks, who's on the ground there. I don't know if you know Fredericks. Is that your car? Is that your car, man? It is my car. You ain't because I'm hiding. I'm hiding out for my kids. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. Well. My kids. Go ahead. We'll stay. We'll stay there for a moment. Okay. So John Fredericks has said (laughs) that that um, Ronna McDaniel that uh, the Democrats had all of their all of their Democrat districts ready and to open for early voting, and she filed a lawsuit to stop it. Lost the lawsuit. They opened all of their Democrat districts for early voting, and none of ours were open. Right. Instead, uh, of, look, look. I mean, it's, it's 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 all I'm saying is pretending that we're doing better when we're doing the same thing with the same people. I mean, Paul Ryan announced three days ago he's so wise. He's a loser. He's the losingest VP nominee and the losingest speaker in history. And he announces three days ago, he suddenly came to realize that people in this country do want cuts to their Social Security and Medicare. They're not going to be upset by that. And I looked at it and I said, you fool and moron, just go back to making money off the grift you're doing. Yeah. And, and by the way, John Thune, Senator Thune, echoed it today. I mean, these guys are morons. I mean, th- th- these are these are moronic people doing the same thing over and over it's why guys like me say bring me more guys like trump bring me more yeah. Herschel walkers they say Herschel walker used the wrong word for god's sake get somebody that uses the wrong word the guys who use the right words are driving the country into a ditch so let's go you know and and, right. and, and I, I, all i can say is we better get smart fast because we really are running out of time. Well, we are. And I tell you who some of the dumbest people are as a part of the problem, and that's Christians. That's the Christians yeah. That's the Christians who stayed home in 2012 because Mitt Romney was a Mormon. That's yeah. the Christians who stayed home in the midterms in Georgia because of the allegations against Walker years ago in abortion. Right. Well, right. And, you know, the late Phyllis, yeah, the late Phyllis Slapley, who was well known as a devout woman and devout Christian. And she someone came up to her and said about Trump, said, you know, Trump, he's so coarse. You know, he's he's been divorced. And she said, I'm not electing a pastor. I'm electing a president. Like, come on, understand the systems we're in. If you want a Judeo-Christian country, you've got to hold up our Constitution. And that did not say you have to have a saint elected president. It said you need people that will, will deal with the Constitution. So we kept, we keep getting guys, I didn't go back to them, we keep getting guys like Paul Ryan who, who, who blesses himself and says sweet, holy things and then screws us yeah. as Speaker of the House. Does nothing for the babies when he's Speaker of the House. He goes tax cuts when the babies are getting slaughtered. So don't tell me you're pro-life yeah. and then slap me in the head with your tax cut. Well, the thing is, is that, and then we get this outsider coming in who was a creation of the GOP because of the, the uh, them refusing to honor any of their commitments because they were never conservative and never meant any of the promises they made on the campaign trail. So the mistake that we made was continuing to, to um, reelect the Mitch McConnells, the Kevin McCarthy's, and the Paul Ryan's because the idea was well in order to have them we got to hold our nose because we need them right. so we can have a majority in Congress so that then we've got the White House and we've got the executive branch and then
then what did we get out of it? We got nothing. In fact, well, in fact, what, what we not only got, uh, well, what we got was based upon Trump and what he pushed through. Um, they yeah. still didn't fulfill. They still didn't uh, seal the border to the degree that they could yeah. have. That was only sealed right. by hook or by crook by Trump. Um, right. You know, the the rest they didn't defund defund Planned Parenthood. Um, right. uh, they one of the most important things that they did they didn't repeal and replace Obamacare. They continued right. to spend and spend and spend. One of the first things they did was convince Trump we don't need to balance the budget. Let's got him to sign another omnibus, kick things down the road. Um, no, it was a continuing res- resolution, and then in order to not shut down the government, we gotta we gotta sign the omnibus, and it was just business as usual. In the meantime, what they did do while we brought while we elected. And we, and we had our agenda, clearly a mandate on, on our agenda, which included Democrats and independents. What did they do? They actually exploded the deep state on us. They're the yep. reason why we now have Americans in jail because of uh, because of sharing a political view. It's why we're now all Michael Flynn. I said at the time in 2017, Ed Martin, do not ignore this story of what's going on with Michael Flynn and how Mike Pence, by the way, threw him under the bus because we will all be Michael Flynn. And now here right. we are with the Department of Justice and a counterterrorism unit that said, as you're a domestic violence extremist, if you question the outcome of an election, if you if you believe in limited government, that here right. we are. Well, and, and and look and look just to tell just to put a fine point on it, the late Phyllis Schlafly wrote a book, and the title captures everything you just said. It's called A Choice, Not an Echo. They keep giving us these echoes of the past. They're supposed to have Paul Ryan, who's supposed to be like, you know, uh, George Bush and all. We, we need a choice, a choice of somebody who'll be on our side. That's what Trump was. Like, by the way, that's what some of these other guys can be. I mean, DeSantis is clearly a different kind of category. Tulsi Gabbard, I don't agree with her on a lot of issues, but she's taken a different approach. You look and you say, who's going to lead us? And then you look up. And I'll tell you, Andrea, I, I, I admit to being a little bit uh, of a fool on thinking that we were going to win more conservatives in 2022 a few weeks ago. And the reason I was a fool is because I forgot that in the last five years, the Democrats, as we all spent money, COVID and all, it was all transfers of money to groups that were activated by the Democrats to get out the vote and to harvest ballots. And it's the transfer of wealth and, and, and transfer of wealth to all those different places, bailouts and, and, and pension funds and individuals. Right now, right now, Andrea, in the White House, John Podesta, a guy who's been around for 25 years doing this jive, is in charge of a $371 billion, with a B, $371 billion slush fund that is meant to go for green energy and the promotion of green energy. Well, my goodness, there'll be a Podesta professor at every university. There'll be a, yep. a, a Catholic Charities wing, an environmental studies you know, guru at Catholic Charities and all these places, $371 billion. And we're debating whether we can all get along and vote for Herschel Walker. I mean, again, shame on us for not seeing... Uh, understanding what season we're in and not getting after it. Wow, you know, I, I I hadn't heard Ed Martin this fired up in a long time, man. I kind of like this new Ed. You know what? It, it might, does it have anything to do with the new beard you got going on? The little goatee That's action you true. got? Oh yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm like a revolutionary, like Trotsky. I'm turning into a revolution. Oh, it's coming in gray. My kids keep saying gray, but I'll give you another thing. 
My hat period, Andrew, I know you've been asking about this. My hat period has just begun a few days ago. I ordered a couple of Irish hats, newsboy, and I'm wearing hats around. My kids are like, you're a lunatic. You're a lunatic. My wife said at least it's not uh, convertible sports cars for 25-year-old girls, right? It's a, it's a goatee and a hat. So there you have it. Well, thank you for being here, Ed Martin. And you guys need to go to The Answer San Diego, download the podcast from Pro America Report, and listen to Ed every day. Thank you for being here, my man. All right, Andrea, great talking to you. You too, hon. All right, now you guys stay tuned. What did Elizabeth Warren have to say about Elon Musk today and him sitting in a dark room? What was she trying to say? We're going to try to figure that out when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170, The Answer, San Diego, FM 96.1, North County, and streaming all over the world. Andrea K. telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Let me talk for a minute about Apple and what's going on with Apple, because um, I'm not sure... Should we be surprised to find out? I don't have Apple products, by the way. Let me just say this. I cannot stand Apple products. I've never been able to stand their operating system. I can't stand when I've had to borrow somebody's iPhone to make a call. I can't stand you. I tried to use my my niece's Apple MacBook one time when I was visiting. I didn't have my laptop. It's like, I just can't stand the operating system. And now, so I don't know when I hear something that um, Apple has stopped uh, and blocked people from using AirDrop. Well, as well as you can also you can also use AirDrop apparently um, uh, in order to use encrypted type of messaging applications. And the reason why this is important is because Apple has decided to cooperate with the Chinese Communist Party and remove any opportunity for any Chinese individuals to communicate with each other amongst the protest. It's a way to suppress speech. And I'm thinking that's just so controversial. Josh Hawley is, is, you know, demanding a question, put a list of questions together for Tim Cook and demanding answers. And I'm thinking, well, again, we're focused on China. How about we stay focused on is that any different than the suppression of speech and the suppression of information to stop our protests, to keep us from protesting? You think about everything that big tech did in collusion with the Democrat Party. We know there's a lawsuit right now with A.G. Landry out of Louisiana and Missouri in which uh, Fauci was deposed for seven hours because because of the collusion, because of the collusion with big tech and the Democrat Party to where they even set up these portals Right. With Facebook and Twitter in order to try to tamp down any flow of information between us. Right. It's not the same thing as Apple using AirDrop, but it's it's these these applications being manipulated in order to stop the flow of information in order to control our minds by controlling the message. This should not be happening in the United States of America. And one thing I found out about today when Josh Hawley sent this letter to Tim to Tim Cook you know, I read I read in the article that um, he wasn't he, he, he wasn't criticizing them for any moderation activities they were doing, because in order to get um, the uh, 230 and everybody knows what uh, 230 means, that's where uh, the government gave them protections under this 230. And um, so that they didn't have to they could be protected from the same things that uh, publishing houses uh, are held to the same liability that publishing houses are held to. Evidently, what I didn't know is it came with a caveat that they would have these moderation practices. So our own government, that paved the way for these big tech uh, efforts in order to suppress speech and to suppress our messaging. And then here comes Twitter 
And Elon Musk takes over, and now everybody's hysterical because he's decided, you know what? I'm just going to allow for the flow of free speech and information here. And now now the left is hysterical. We should have never had this 230, and Trump wanted to remove the 230, and piggybacking off of what Ed Martin had to say, um, Trump wanted to remove the 230 protections from big tech. He wanted them to be able to be sued, like publishing houses are sued, Right. And who removed the who removed who removed that? He wanted two thirty to be removed, and he put that inside of a spending bill that had to do with uh, COVID. And who took it out? Who said no? We're not going to to attach. And what's wrong with attaching something like that as a part of a spending bill? It's what they that's what they all do. It's why these spending bills. It's why you can't have a military spending bill um, that's ten pages long and it's two thousand pages because included in a, in a defense spending bill, you've got to have somebody's pet project that has to do with frogs in Idaho, right? Um, so he said because he was you know this was uh, going into I think into into um, twenty twenty, he wanted two thirty protections to be removed from big tech as a part of the spending bill and it was the Republican Party that removed it. So the Republican Party, the rhino, is happy to have our elections controlled through the suppression of information on us. And I don't see that as any any different than what Apple is doing over in China, in China. Nor do I see it as any different than anything a communist regime would do to its people. We're going to take a break. We come back. Going to play you a clip from Elizabeth Warren on the issue. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Got to continue the discussion of big tech collusion and how hysterical the left is. Here's how you can know that they know that they've been lying to you. Can there be any greater admission of a lie when it comes to everything they've been spoon feeding you on Russian collusion hoax, Hunter Biden, um, the COVID and all that, than their freak out over the fact that somebody is allowing a free flow of information and free speech on a platform? Here's what Elizabeth Warren had to say about this. And I got to play this because it's so creepy. In fact, we should probably had like some some creepy background music, like some stalker woman music going. Here's what she had to say. Hopefully I'm going to I'm going to press the button right here. I like to like flex my little tech muscles when skins is out. Republicans say that um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. That's not how it should work. Um... <laughs> um, first of all, let's start with a question. Do you think that people should have freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong? How is that even a question in the United States of America? Who is this reporter? I don't recognize her. I don't know if she came out of Murray's, you know, journalism school of learning or where she came from, because let me direct you, lady, to the U.S. Constitution, because, yeah, Americans are supposed to be able to say whatever the stink we want to say, uh, 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 you know, um, now. There may be beer. I can't say whatever I want to say live on air because of FCC regulations. Um, but the Constitution says you have the right to say things, even if they're wrong. In fact, it's that precise reason why we have the First Amendment, because nobody is supposed to be telling you you're not allowed to say something under their perception of what is wrong. 
Number one. And then she says, here's the crazy part. Elon Musk, one, what, what's he doing? Sit, nobody should be sitting in a dark room deciding this person gets to say something and this person gets to say something. Well, yeah, they can when they own the company, right? Yeah, they can when they own the company. And in fact, isn't that what the 230 protections were about? That they didn't have to behave like a, like a publishing house, right? That they could, that they could pick and choose what, the, what they wanted to do on their platform. I think that's one of the arguments for 230. You were happy. You're happy to have uh, Zuckerberg sit in a dark room by himself, deciding, picking and choosing what gets, what gets put on Facebook. You're happy to have Jack Dorsey. Isn't that what Jack Dorsey did? Wasn't he the one that particularly, oh, maybe he farmed it out. You know, maybe he delegated it down. You're, so they're perfectly happy. In fact, that's really what they want. They want one person to be able to decide. They want the president to be able to decide. Or they want, the, the, as long as it's somebody who's deciding in the manner which pleases them. And what they're upset about is not that one person sitting in the dark. And in fact, did you guys see the picture from his bedside table? That's another reason why I think Elizabeth Warren's talking about sitting in the dark. They are hysterical that there was like a handgun, some ammunition, a whole bunch of Coke cans and some other like American stuff going on in his nightstand. I think that probably completely freaked her out. Um, but she says that one human should not be deciding uh, what is what is acceptable for speech. Um, that's not how it doesn't work that way, she says. Well, no, one person didn't. Our founders came up with a document that was signed and it's called the U.S. Constitution. One person didn't decide that. But that one document, the one document decided it for all of us. Right. All right. Now, stay tuned. We got our two coming up. We've got financial thought, Dr. Dave Elhoff. We actually have some good financial news to share with y'all today and also some news you can use. So don't go anywhere. Another hour of the Andrea K. Show on its way. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.